Welcome back to the Passion Progress Podcast. It's been a hot set. Hot, hot set. Uh, obviously, I can't even speak. It's been a long time again. Uh, Rona, Rona, Rona um, has got everyone in a headlock. Um, but with that being said, it's enabled me to have quite a lot of time to do a lot of background work, to be honest. And it's enabled me to finally launch the Passion to Progress store, which is my new website. And that's got all of the merchandise which you can purchase, and as well as that, there's a new home workout guide as well, which people can follow. So obviously with the month being May, and May being my favourite month, obviously because it was my birthday a couple of days ago, um, <laughs> I've decided to take the plunge into the online community with online coaching and guides. So with this home, work, with this home, with this home workout guide, um, with a handful of clients and a lot of feedback and me trying and testing it out myself, I decided to make a guide which has quite a lot of tips and tricks in for people to follow um, if you're struggling to find any structure from training at home. And the main aim with this home workout guide is to ensure that you've got something to follow and that it's actually sustainable because at the moment there's a lot of workouts which are around in, in the fitness community and there's not much sustainability to it and that's what I've been seeing and a lot of people are at the moment which I respect the training who are new and at times we need to be careful because a lot of newbies who are going into really hardcore intense workouts are coming out of the coming out of this being chewed up and spat out so my take on it is that I've made a home workout guide which is realistic to people who have got a kettlebell, dumbbell, even a box full of weights or resistance bands, and not forgetting your body weight, which is also a load. Um, it's designed so that you can actually take some stuff away for when the gyms do actually open back up. So this phase is called sustainability. And the point of sustainability is to make sure that you create systems and habits. And those habits are going to be healthy habits. And recently, well, not so much recently, but this year I would say, I figured out a system which is good for pretty much everyone. And this system is called the traffic light system. So with that being said, I'm going to explain what the traffic traffic light system is. And obviously, as you know, you've got red, amber, and green. So when it comes towards specific workouts, which I'm going to break down and go through for you, um, this explains when and how to do all the workouts to ensure that you don't burn yourself out. So we'll start off with the red light. Um, red means, my God, I'm jittering. Red, red means that we're going to go through a high intensity exercise, and that could be something such as like a three to five k run, or like a hit workout, or a metcon. And what a metcon is, that's metabolic conditioning. So the likelihood of you doing that per week is usually once, just because of how intense it is. Then moving on, we're going into the amber color, which then talks to us about and says that we're going to be doing medium intense exercises. And medium intensity exercises are things and workouts such as like lower bodies, upper body workout and core workouts. And the frequency of you being able to do them per week is up to four to five times per week. And then going into the green light, obviously with the green light, that talks to us about doing walks per day. And because the green light is low intense, the frequency means that you can do this these workouts or exercises much more frequently compared to everything else. So the way how it goes is that green just means that it's easy and that you can just do that pretty much every day. Amber means that it's kind of hard, but it's kind of easy and you can kind of do that 
every other day or like do three days on one day off two days on one day off if that's like an example of a pattern and red means that you can do them once a week or if you're feeling really ambitious you can do it twice and then if you couple and mix it all up together you can really find sustainability in what to do in the week so to run you through an example of what to actually do in a week i'm going to tell you the calendar of what i've been following so like I said, with the amber and yellow workouts, um, with them being medium intense, the lower upper body and core workouts, it's wise to plan them out throughout the weeks and have them as your staple workouts. So let's start off with a Monday. So what I would do is a low body workout uh, midday or in the day. And then towards the end of the night, I'd go on a long walk or before that, go for a long walk. And there you go, straight away, you've got an amber workout as well as a green workout. And then I could do the same again on the Tuesday and the Tuesday could be either an upper or a lower coupled with a walk. However, when it comes towards Wednesday, because I've done lower and upper, it's leaving me with an unknown body part to train. It makes sense to do something which is a bit more intense. Why don't you go through a hit workout? Why don't you do a run? Something which is really hard. So therefore, you do a red workout on that um, Wednesday, sorry. <laughs> But then again, you can still couple it up with a core workout. So, so far you've done six different types of exercises within three days, which then means that you can have Thursday off to rest. And you'll feel like, you'll feel much more better for having a rest because you've actually done six things. So therefore, that's already led us up to Thursday. So then it then leads with the question, what do we do next? What, do, what should we train next? And why should I train if I've already done six things? So... With the point of the program and the way how everything's been set out in the guide is to consistently keep you ticking over. So therefore, on Thursday, sorry, on Friday, it means that you could go back through the cycle of doing the lower and upper body workouts again because they're medium intense. And obviously, if you're wanting to do them up to four to five times a week, only doing them twice is not going to be enough. So therefore, doing that again, we'll, we've coupled up, coupling it up with the walks, we'll keep the consistency flowing. And then obviously that leaves us with the question of doing it. Uh, get my words jumbled up with <laughs> completing the Sunday. What do we do on the Sunday? And again, you can rest. A lot of people make the mistake of doing like a really high intense workout. Don't get me wrong. If you are feeling okay, you can do something on the Sunday. But if not, rest. Because if you think about it, if you're doing something on Friday and Saturday and Sunday and then Monday and Tuesday, and Wednesday, you kind of be you are in effect training six days in a row, and that's what can lead us to burnout. However, depending on how you feel, you could either do like a really big walk on the Sunday, you could do a really mellow workout on Sunday, or if you are feeling really good for it, why don't you do something intense on the Sunday? So it's a bit confusing, but with that being said, the calendar is set inside of the guide to give you guidance, but to break it down and to ensure that you're doing something in effect or pretty much every day, the traffic light system is really useful because you can add variety into your workouts. You have something to look forward to. You have something what you hate and you can only do once. And then when it's done, you get a sense of relief. Um, also, the habit of walking each day, um, just because of the coronavirus and the weather at the moment, with NEAT, which is basically non-exercise thermogen oh shit said it wrong but anyway the point what i'm trying to say is that with walking each day it's very very therapeutic 
it doesn't have to be really hard, but when you're work, walking for 32, let's say two hours a day, which is a very long time by the way, um, there's a lot of underrated skills and bits and bobs and factors which we can gain from walking, as well as tying that in with doing a weight workout. And the point is that you can disconnect to reconnect when you're walking, and as well as doing workouts in the, well, not in the gym, but at home, it gives you a chance for your body just to recover. Because at the moment, with, with us not really having much structure, we're tending to go to bed a bit later, tending to do stuff we don't normally do, like drinking on a Tuesday, <laughs> but to level the playing field out a little bit more, and just to give us a bit more realism. Um, the traffic light system helps just to keep us in line, and obviously with the consistent efforts of training and following something which is actually going to put you through your paces, but also at the same time, actually sustain the muscle what you've grown over the past couple of years. It makes sense to do the one red workout a week, to do four to five amber workouts, to walk pretty much every night because it's easy. It's not hard. It's just a variety of what we do within the workouts, within the amber workouts and within the red workouts. But with that being said, and obviously with the current program being set, everything's been set for five weeks. Um, that then leads me to the next part about progressive overload. So how do you progressively overload um, a bodyweight workout or a workout with resistance bands or even with dumbbells or kettlebells? So it can be pretty hard, but obviously... With the exercise selections and obviously the sets and numbers and the time, what's being put into the sets. So what I mean by time is time under tension. So how to achieve um, maximum benefits out of each set. So let's say, for instance, I explain and put you through a goblet squat. It's not just going to be doing, you're not going to be doing three sets of 15 squats with no tempo. You'll be doing three sets of 15 with a tempo. So what that means is per rep, you'll be doing a four second rep. So then you divide the rep into sections. So if you didn't know, with time and attention, there's four stages of the lift. You've got an eccentric part, an isometric part, a concentric part, and an isometric part again. So to divide one rep into four parts, just think about when you're doing a squat and you're dropping down and you're going down into a squat, that's called the eccentric phase. But when you stop at the bottom that's called the isometric uh, pause and that means that you're actually going to stop all tension but when you're standing back up that's a concentric part so that's when you're standing up fast then again when you stood up fully upright that's another isometric pause so then we can divide that into four digit numbers so an example could be this so you go two seconds down one two pause for one second and then stand up for one and then pause again for one so again Two seconds down, one second up, uh, one second pause, sorry, one second up, one second uh, back up at the top. So two, one, one, one. So therefore that's five seconds of rep. And then you times that by the number of reps what you're doing. So obviously that's a very long time to do a set of squats. But we're going to aim to make sure that the time of attention per rep is within the hypertrophy parts. And that's all explained within the guide. So to find out more information about this click the link in the description below uh, this podcast episode and obviously keep an eye out for future guides um, I am working on doing other guides for when we are back at the gym 
and then obviously coupling it up with much more video elements so that you can see what to do and how to do it but also with the podcast um it's just getting back into the routine of actually recording more episodes because at the moment it's just trying to spin loads of discs at the moment but oh well like sometimes you just got to make shit happen <laughs> but with this i hope this episode has been very informative to give you an insight of what the home guide is all about and obviously what i've been doing in the background but another thing as well just to let you know when it comes towards um actually taking bits away with what's being said this is not just to be like oh, i have a homework again and follow it blah 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 there's quite a lot of value what you can take away from this because when you what you'll tend to find with actually following something where you're using your body weight or minimal weights or no machines you're going to find that your mind muscle connection and what that means is that your body response to training is going to be heightened so when you do go back to the gym when you do start following new stuff your knowledge on how to train is going to be much more higher based off the amount of time what you've got to spend on yourself so ideally this home workouts guide this home workout guide is for people who are fairly new to the gym but don't really know where to go or which direction to travel down so this guide is to this guide's aim is to help you to take over to help you to achieve something per day and actually help you to stay active and stay moving and grooving because <laughs> the last thing you want to do is be trapped within four walls and just doing a mad workout every single day and just burning yourself out because that's how you can quickly lose your discipline and motivation. So the point again is that phase one is all about sustainability. So we want to sustain those efforts and make sure that we have good habits and ensure that you are still chipping away constantly because at times you are going to be forced to adapt and at the moment we are going through one of them times. So therefore adapting is always good because it reveals who you are and you can sometimes be broken down by it but there's nothing wrong with that because you can pick up the pieces and just be mended and become a lot better so again check out the home workout guide on passion to progress.store and um, obviously you'll see it there with other bits and bobs if you do have any questions there is a messenger on the website uh, feel free to ask me anything on there i'll try and get through the messages as fast as i can and apart from that have a good day and peace